Hello everyone, my name is Andrew and you're listening to Hey, I'm Talking Here, the podcast where I talk about everything and anything I find interesting. In today's episode, I'm just going to be going over my thoughts on the PlayStation 5, all the information that's been announced, and my thoughts on the pre-orders. So right off the gate, I'm going to say the pre-orders went very badly. Uh, They were opening up the day before they were supposed to, they were being sold out. It was so hard for people to get their hands on it. It was a literal shit show. So right at the gates, Sony had done messed up with the pre-orders and all that kind of stuff. Um, but let's look at the specs and everything we know about the PlayStation 5 and see if maybe that will make up for it. Now a little background about me. I've had the PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, and I am going to get a 5. So spoiler alert, I will be getting a 5, five eventually. Um, we had the Xbox 360 growing up, but that was more my brother's system, not mine. So I never really, I played it here and there and whatnot, but I never, it was never like my system. I've always had a PlayStation and I will always have a PlayStation. So right now I'm just going to be following along down a list on a GameStop, just going over all the information we know about the PlayStation 5. Uh, So let's go. First off is design. I like it. I know there's a lot of people who say it looks like a router or something along those lines. I like it. I think it looks cool. Um, I've never been one for standing up my devices. I've always had them on my side, but I kind of dig it. I'll stand it up when I get it. It looks cool. So release date we know is November 12th, and we do know that there are going to be two versions. It will be a digital only version and a disc version. So this is, I'm in Canada, so I will give you the Canadian prices. So for the disc version, the version where you can put discs in, play Blu-rays, all the kind of stuff is going to be 629 Canadian dollars. And the digital only version is going to be 499 Canadian dollars. That being said, also prices of games are going up as well. Uh, They are going up about $10. So they are going to be $89.99 Canadian dollars. So after tax, just about a hundred bucks for a game. So that's something. So at launch, we know that the $89.99 PS5 title will be the Redeeming Souls remake and a vehicle combat game called Destruction All-Stars. Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to be $64.99 Canadian, and the Sackboy A Big Adventure is going to be $79.99 Canadian, as well as a DualSense wireless controller is going to be $89.99. The charging station, which supports the two of the controllers, is going to be $39.99. A 3D wireless headset with 3D audio support and dual noise cancelling microphone is going to be $129.99. Uh, the camera with the 1080p lens, is going to be $79.99 and the remote to navigate for movies and such is going to be $39.99. We know all of those prices. Uh, Pricey? Yes. Are people going to buy them? Yes. Am I salty about the game price going up? (sighs) Not really. I buy all of my games secondhand really so they are going to be charged more but eventually they'll go down to 20 bucks and all that kind of stuff maybe 30 bucks as a just sitting there price secondhand. So I'm not going to complain too much because I don't really buy anything new unless I'm like obsessed with the series and have to get the newest version of the game when it comes out. Like uh, if they release uh, Zona Enders, if they release a remastered of one and two for the PlayStation 5, I would buy that in a heartbeat at basically 100 bucks. I would buy that. But everything else, I kind of just wait and see if it comes into a hawk shop or a secondhand gaming store and I check the price and if I like it, I'll get it. And that's usually where I get all of my games. So that's why I really want to get the disk drive version because I buy secondhand games so much. I don't really get digital games except for the games that you get with a PS Plus every month. 
the question now on my mind is, is it worth the extra 130 bucks to get games at discount for buying them secondhand or saving that 130 bucks and just getting digital games? Because digital games hardly ever go on sale, so it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Spend money up front and maybe save money afterwards or save money up front and spend money afterwards. So one of life's greatest questions. So the next question becomes, is the PlayStation 5 backwards compatible? Because I have a whole catalog of games that I have from the PS4. Is Are they going to work on the PS5? And the answer is yes. 99% of the PlayStation 4 games will be compatible with the PlayStation 5, but it will not go back to PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, or PlayStation 1. I would love a machine that could play all the games from PlayStation 1 up to the PlayStation 5. That would be amazing because then it would be perfect. I don't like... <laughs> I know it'd be a pain in the ass, but god damn, that'd be so good. But with it being backwards compatible, Sony has mentioned there is a PlayStation Plus collection. So if you have PlayStation Plus and the PlayStation 5, you get access to 18 full titles right from the get-go, which are Battlefield 1, Batman Arkham Knight, Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, God of War, Infamous Second Son, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat X, Persona 5, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and Until Dawn. So going through this list, I have Battlefield 1, I have Batman Arkham Knight, I have Bloodborne, I have Detroit Become Human, I have Fallout 4, I have God of War, I have Infamous Second Son, I have The Last of Us, I have Mortal Kombat 10, I have Uncharted, A Thief's End, and I have Until Dawn. So really I'm getting maybe half of the games I don't have. I would be getting when I get the PS5 quote unquote for free because you have to pay for the PlayStation Plus membership. Um, did they need to do this? No. Is it nice that they did this? Yes. I haven't seen anybody complaining that there should have been more games or anything like this. This is just a nice little extra for having the PlayStation Plus. But I have most of the games. I would really like Persona 5, so that's pretty cool. Uh, the Last Guardian, if I heard good things about. Ratchet and Clank would be fun. The other games, either have them or I'm kind of like, meh, whatever. Yeah, so PlayStation Plus collection, very interesting. 99% of PlayStation 4 games will be able to be played on the PlayStation 5, but nothing from PS3, 2, or 1. So now I will read off the spec list for the PlayStation 5. This stuff means basically nothing to me. I understand, like I understand what it means, but there's nothing really you can do about it, right? Like it's not like you can upgrade much, like you can't upgrade any of the uh, stuff in it. It is what it is. So here's the spec list for anyone who's interested in it, but it doesn't really matter. It plays the games that are made for it. Unlike a PC where it's like, I have to upgrade. These games are built for this system. So anyways, here you go. CPU, eight times Zen two core at 3.5 gigahertz. GPU, 10.28 teraflops, 36 CUs at 2.23 gigahertz. GPU architecture, custom RDNA two, memory slash interface, 16 gigabytes of GDDR6, at 256 bits memory bandwidth 448 gigabytes a second internal storage custom 825 gigabyte solid state drive io throughput 5.5 gigabits raw uh, typical 8 to 9 gigabytes compressed expanded storage nvme ssd slot external storage usb hdd supported and optical drive 4k ultra high definition blu-ray drive so what I get from that is I will have about 825 gigabytes of storage. I can expand it with an SSD or a USB uh, hard drive and I can play my Blu-ray movies. So everything else kind of doesn't really matter because you can't upgrade it. 
and it's going to play the games that are made for it. So I really, it is what it is. <laughs> All I care about is how much storage is in it and if I need to expand it, which I would probably have to get a probably a terabyte or two terabyte uh, hard drive to put in it so I can have extra space for more games instead of downloading, what, four games and then being out of space. <laughs> okay, so now uh, the PS5 controller, I think it looks slick. I love the white and black with the blue. It just it looks really cool. I want to get my hands on these. They look super, super dope. Really enjoy them. We've been over the accessories. So you've got the wireless headset, camera, media remote, charging station for the controllers. That's basically all you really need. You can expand it with a hard drive. PS5 allows users to install non-Sony proprietary expandable storage. So that's nice. You don't have to buy a trumped up $300 storage when you can get a different one for $150. So that's nice that you don't have to buy a specific one for it. Uh, the logo looks cool. I think it looks, <laughs> it, yeah, okay. Logo looks good. I like the cases with the, the white PS5 and all that kind of stuff. It kind of looks like the PS4 ones. So nothing too exciting there. What I'm really interested in is the launch lineup. Even though I won't be getting one at launch, I do have my eyes on this lineup to see what's coming out. So we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That looks pretty cool. Who doesn't like Vikings? Astro's Playroom, no idea what that is. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, pretty interesting. I watched some of the footage for that. It looks nifty. I would probably get that on sale or wait till it comes to like PS Plus or something like that. I'm not a big Call of Duty guy, but it did look cool. Demon Souls, 100%. That looks super dope. Destruction, All Stars, meh. Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, only digital though. It is pretty nifty. I didn't play Devil May Cry 5. I don't remember what the last one I played was. I think it was for the PlayStation 2 or no, PlayStation 3. I do like Devil May Cry though, so maybe I'd pick that up. Fortnite, don't care. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. I need to get the first Marvel Spider-Man. Um, I was looking for it when I got uh, Zero Horizon Dawn and they just sold it. And I was like, shit, cause it was gonna be like $10 and they sold it. So I'll have to get that eventually later, but I'd be interested to play the Miles Morales and the original Spider-Man one. I've only heard good things. And then Sackboy, A Big Adventure. I'd be interested to see what that one's like because I know it is a departure from what the previous games made with Sackboy were like. This one's more like a actual, like, here's a game with a story. So that'd be kind of nifty to see. I also saw somewhere that CD Projekt Red tweeted out that Cyberpunk 2077 will be playable at launch. So it's technically like a launch title, which, hey, that'd be pretty cool. I am very interested in getting, um, Cyberpunk 2077. Other games that were mentioned and such that really piqued my interest during the PlayStation um, event or the live announcement was the Hogwarts Legacy. I'm a fan of Harry Potter, not JK Rowling and all the shit she's been spewing, but the world of Harry Potter is really cool. I will be very interested to see the Hogwarts Legacy because it's not, hey, here's Harry Potter, he's the best thing ever. This is before Harry Potter, so he doesn't exist. So it's just not everything centered around him. So you can learn more about Hogwarts and the Wizarding World and not just, hey, Harry Potter, it's Harry Potter. Oh my goodness, Harry Potter. So it'd be cool to see that. I would buy that one um, secondhand, even though I do really find it interesting. I I don't know if any kickback it goes to JK Rowling, but I'm, I'm not going to test it. I don't want to support her. So I will be 100% buying that one secondhand, even if, the game is there for the, on the second day at a swap shop and it is still 75% of the cost. I'd still buy it because I want the game. I just don't want to support who created Harry Potter. So I'll get off my 
get off my little soapbox there and that's basically everything for the PlayStation 5. Yes, I will be getting it. I'm still whiffling on which version I want. I will not be getting it launch day. I will probably be getting it, I don't know, six months to a year afterwards. Maybe I will check out my local swap shops and see if any of them have it in store. Just wait for one to come in there and I'll pick it up and then I'll give my PlayStation 4 and a handful of the games to my brother. He bought, what did he buy? He got Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pains and I think he got partway through it and then he moved out and he's like, well, I guess, I guess I'll never beat that game. So it'll be nice. I'll just give him that and access to my PlayStation Plus so he can play the hundreds of whatever games I have. So that'll be nice for him. So yeah, probably six months to a year after it comes out, I will get the PlayStation 5. I'm sure there'll be some sort of special editions of crap like that that are coming out that may pique my interest, that may make me uh, go, well, gotta get that. There is also the fact that on launch day, there was a tease for God of War. God of War Ragnarok was teased, so that's pretty freaking cool. So we are going to go into the little shoutout segment and then I'm actually going to taint the waters of PlayStation 5 with my thoughts on one specific announcement by Microsoft. So before I get into the shoutout, I would like to say that I am in fact streaming on Twitch Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday 7 to 11. That may change in October seeing as I'm moving in with my fiance. So the first couple weeks of October will be up in the air and then a new schedule will be released, but I am on Twitch and you can find the Twitch link in the description or show notes. Anyways, on to the shout out. So I'm going to be talking about one of my friends, again, again, another person I met when I was doing Let's Playing, he was Let's Playing, and now he is an author. He has released two books. His name is Kenneth Vitter. His two books are fantasy books, uh, both in a series, so the first one and the second one. Uh, it's a Kingdom of Glass series, and I own both of them. I actually own several copies of both of them because I am prone to losing books, especially when I pack up and move several times. I don't know where books go. <laughs> I just, they just disappear. He has written these two awesome fantasy books. I will leave a link in the description for his Amazon page where you can find them. They are very interesting. I, if you love fantasy and you love badass sword fighting and just really in-depth world building and stuff, you will love these books. They are really cool. I give them my, I'm going to steal from Angry Joe, give them my badass seal of approval. <laughs> I read a lot. Well, mainly I listen to audiobooks a lot, but these have really, I really enjoyed them. The second book was released not too terribly long ago. So I've been digging my teeth into that and it's great. If you like fantasy books, you'll like these. That's all I can say. Also, what would it be without, hey, he streams on Twitch as well. So I guess everybody streams on Twitch these days. But yes, he streams on Twitch, usually more story driven games. So he's doing Monster Hunter Stories, I believe is what it's called right now on Twitch. He also streams the online Final Fantasy game. I believe it's Final Fantasy 14 Realm Reborn, maybe, I think, maybe. Anyways, if you're looking for a fantasy book, I would highly recommend these two books, Kingdom of Glass. Check them out. Link in the show notes. Again, that is author Kevin Vitter or Kevin V. Two books, Rebirth and Shattered. Kingdom of Glass series, check them out. Okay, now time to talk about this gosh darn Xbox Series S. Uh, if they, uh, I know that, so there is the PlayStation with a disc drive, which is more expensive than the regular Xbox. Then there's the Xbox. Then there's the PlayStation 5 that's digital only. And then there's the Xbox Series S, which is the lowest price. If, gosh darn, I know it has less power than the regular Xbox and it's digital only. If PlayStation puts something out like that, 
if they put out a PlayStation 5 that is a little less powerful, digital only, for $379.99 Canadian, there would be no question right now. I would, I would have that day one, I would be playing games, I would not care. If, ah, it's like, it's so perfect. It's Xbox Series S is like the, it's the perfect way to get into gaming or if you're on the fence about getting the new system, you have this and it's exactly what I wanted. If PlayStation 5 could have just done that, made a little bit less powerful machine that only does 1440 instead of 4K, only digital, yada, 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 I would be, I'd be jump, I'd be shouting from the rooftops that PlayStation 5 has done it. They've conquered, they've conquered the freaking console wars. They've done it, but nope, Xbox Series S. And now I have to think, do I want an Xbox Series S? And I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to look into it more, but I'm, I'm kicking the dirt and going razzle frazzle razzle frazzle to myself because I, it's perfect. It it's the, it's, uh, it's perfect. I just wish it was a PlayStation 5 at that price. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening to my ramblings. You've been listening to Hey, I'm Talking Here. If you like the show, please leave a like on YouTube or any podcasting app you listen to. Follow me on YouTube, Twitter, or any podcast app you listen to. If you want to get in contact with me, my Twitter is in the description, or you can leave a comment and I'll respond to it. And until I see you next Wednesday, have a great week.